You are listening to the Impact Church Podcast. To learn more about Impact Church, visit us online at impactharlem.org. You can also check us out on social media. Good morning. How's everybody doing? It's good to see y'all. It's good to be back just worshiping King Jesus together. Um... Man, I just want to, I really want to just jump right in this morning, if you guys are okay with that. I want to give a little recap of the first two weeks of this series, and then I just want to jump into week three of our breakthrough series. Week one, we talked about how Jesus can offer and work through, uh, offer breakthrough during our failures and our mistakes. And we just, we really looked at how he still shows up, how he still wants to have fellowship and community with us. And then how he restores us and calls us to continue on living a life for him in the breakthrough. And then last week we looked at how Jesus shows up even when no one else would. And he breaks stereotypes and he tears down walls. And we looked at how it's not enough just to get kind of close to Jesus, but we got a drink of the well, and we have to start that relationship with him. And this week, I want to talk about something that is really important for us if we really want to experience breakthrough. And I'm going to, I'm going to pose three questions this morning, and I think these are three questions that we must answer uh, if we really want to experience breakthrough in Jesus. We're going to be in John chapter 5, and What I want to do is I want to read the first six verses and then I want to give you a little context and and set up the the story for you and then we're going to jump into these questions. But this morning, what I want us to do is I really want us to to get one-on-one with God during this time. I don't want us to worry about the people sitting around us or anything that's going on in the background, because I really think that this morning is is a pivotal time for us, and I think if we can really just dig in and really get one-on-one with with Christ, I think this morning will help us to open our eyes, and maybe if we're not living in that breakthrough and we've never experienced that, then this morning is the day that that happens for some of us. So let's let's read John chapter 5. We're starting in verse 1. It says, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda, which has five roofed colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. God, I just pray, Lord, that you bless this time. God, I pray that your spirit moves and works and that lives are changed this morning. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So let me set this up for us just a little bit. We see that it says after this there was a feast of the Jews. So Jesus had just accomplished something. He had just done something. And then in chapter 5 it says after this there was a feast of the Jews. And there's a, there's a debate on what feast it actually was. Uh, most believe this was the Passover. And it's really a it's pivotal in a sense to know because it tells us how long Jesus' ministry was. Because of the, the timetable of the Passover, if this feast was the Passover, we can conclude that the ministry of Jesus 
lasted about three and a half years. And there's some people that believe it was a other feast. Um, for this story, the, the feast isn't important, but I want you guys to know that the feast was more than likely the Passover, which would have made the ministry of Jesus on earth about three and a half years. And he's here at the pool of Bethesda, which means the house of mercy. So here we have this, this pool, this, this body of water, in a sense. And there's a lot of people here. A lot of people who are, who are hurting. A lot of people who are disabled. A lot of people who need help. And we'll see why these people showed up. But it says there's five porches. And these porches were more than likely there just to provide shade for the people that were here at this pool. And Jesus shows up. And he sees a man who had been invalid or disabled for 38 years. So that's the setup of this story. Jesus is here at this pool and this pool is a place where people that are hurting, people that are disabled, people that need help, they come here to be healed. That's the reason that they're here. And we'll see that as, as we move down in this, in this passage. But these, these individuals would show up with the hope of their lives being changed. It's just a bunch of, of sick people, a bunch of disabled people all here together with the hope of being healed. Now, that reminds me a lot of church because we're a bunch of sick people that really need to be healed. And we come together in hopes of that to happen. So that's the setup of this story. And I want to jump into these questions because these questions this morning, to me, and the, the answers that we give to these questions will prove whether, whether or not we are ready to experience breakthrough. So question number one is this, do you want it? Do you want it? We see in verse 6, it says, When Jesus saw him lying there, the man that had been invalid and disabled for 38 years, and knew that he had already been there a long time, Jesus said to him, Do you want to be healed? I mean, what kind of question is that? This guy has been disabled for 38 years. And Jesus says, okay, I know you've been here a long time. I know you've been hurting for years and years and years. But here's my question. Do you want to be healed? And I think that is a key question for us this morning. Do you want it? Do you want to truly experience breakthrough? Do you really want to be made well? Do you really want to be different? And we can come to church every Sunday and we can, we can show up maybe hoping on the surface that God changes our life. But we must answer this question. Do you want it? Do you really want to experience the breakthrough? So I'm in a weight loss challenge right now and I am losing I am in last place as of yesterday morning. Yeah, I'm losing weight. I'm just in last place in my challenge. So, here's what I want you to understand about this weight loss challenge. That, man, we can say we want it all we want to. On the surface, we can say we want to lose weight. A lot of people do that. But the real question that we have to answer because it leads to action is, do you really want it? Do you really want to lose weight? 
And after years and years and years of just saying yes on the surface, I finally said, yes, I really want it. And I started to lose some weight. So just some celebration for your pastor this morning. I've lost 14 pounds so far. However, I'm still in last place. So pray I'm very competitive and I don't like to lose. So pray that that changes. So here's the deal. We could come to church to feel better and never get well. I'm going to say that again. We could come to church to feel better and never get well. These people came with the hope of being healed day after day, year after year. They showed up with the hope of being healed. But the question that Jesus wanted to know, the answer is, do you want it? Do you really want it? Because I'm afraid that not every sick person wants to be healed. Not everybody really wants to be made well. Because we... We camp out in our comfort or we camp out in our misery instead of pouncing into what Jesus has for us. And we do that a lot. And I'm guilty of doing that. We get comfortable and we just camp out in that comfort. Whether it's, it's bad comfort or good comfort, we camp out in that and we're, we're really unwilling to change. We're unwilling to be made different. We're unwilling to truly be made well. We'd rather God change our circumstance than really change our character. Let's think about that just for a second. Now when our circumstances, this guy was disabled for 38 years, and he wanted God to change his circumstance. And I think a lot of times as, as Christians, when we fall into various trials and different situations in life, a lot of times we want God to really change our circumstance, but we're not willing for God to change our character. And if we truly want to experience breakthrough, we have to get to the place in our relationship with Jesus where we allow Him to change us. Not just our circumstance. And God is, is looking to change your heart, to change your life, to change your character. Man, if circumstances change as a byproduct of that, then praise God for that. But our main priority shouldn't be our circumstance changing. It should be our heart aligning more to God. So if we truly want to experience breakthrough, to me this morning, the first question we have to answer is, do you want it? Do you really want it? Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be different? Do you want to live a life chasing after Jesus? And that's an important question for us this morning. Question number two is this. And that, what is your excuse? What is your excuse? So Jesus asked the man, do you want to be healed? And here's his answer in verse 7 and 8. The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I'm going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, take up your bed, and walk. So this guy never once said, Yes, I want to be, I want to be healed. He immediately gives an excuse of why he hasn't 
been healed. So I want to give you a little more context here because if you notice, there's no verse 4 that we read here uh, in this passage because there's some scholars that believe that verse 4 was added later. It wasn't in the original manuscript. And then we see here in verse 7 that the man says, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I'm going, another steps down before me. So we have to ask ourselves, what does that even mean? Why does he need to be in the water? So if we, if we actually go to the verse 4, it says, For an angel of the Lord went down at certain seasons into the pool and stirred the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was healed of whatever disease he had. So here was the belief that whoever got into the pool first when it was stirred up by the angel, that they would be healed. So this man is, is telling Jesus, Sir, I have no one to put me into the water. And while I'm going, another gets down into the water before me to become healed. So he immediately starts to just give reasons why he can't be changed, why he can't be healed. So my question for all of us this morning is, what is your excuse? We're quick to blame other people of why we aren't who God has called us to be. I want to say that again. We are quick to blame other people for not being who God has called us to be. We begin to focus on everything that's going on around us. We begin to focus on other people. We begin to focus on people's situations. We begin to get overwhelmed with things that are going on that have nothing to do with us. And we allow that to keep us from experience break, breakthrough and being who God has called us to be. We're so focused on everything else, we have little time for Jesus. And that's, that's the world that we live in right now. With social media and just things traveling so quickly and spreading. We get so engulfed with things that are going on that have nothing to do with us. That have nothing to do with our breakthrough and our walk with Christ. That it leaves us little time to actually grow and to experience the life that God has for us. Our lack of passion for Jesus is directly related to our jacked up priorities. So when we begin to focus on everything else around us and we lose sight of Jesus, our priorities are messed up. We begin to prioritize other people, other things, situations, how we feel, what's going on, what we like, what we don't like. We prioritize that over the fact that we serve a Savior that has died for us, a Savior that loves us, a Savior that says, hey, I came to give you life and to give you life to the fullest. A Savior that says, keep your eyes on me. Set your mind on things of heaven, on spiritual things, not on things of the world. And we will never see the solution if we always focus on the problem. We will never see the solution if we always focus on the problem. This is what I've learned in life. That the more I look for something, the more I find it. 
So if I'm always looking for problems, man, I'm going to find them. If I'm always looking for excuses, I'm going to find them. If I'm always looking for Jesus, then I'm going to find them. So where is our focus? What is, what is your excuse this morning for not being who God's called you to be? For not experiencing breakthrough? Question number three is this. Are you ready to move? Are you ready to move? Verse 9 says, And at once, this is after Jesus told him to get up and take his mat. It says, And at once the man was healed and he took up his bed and he walked. He took action, but Jesus told him to take action. So the question this morning is, are you ready to move? Are you ready to take action? Are you ready to follow Jesus wherever He tells you to go? Are you willing? Do you really want to move? And here's what here's what's sad about a lot of us is that we really want somebody else to do what God has called us to do. Now we really think that somebody else will take care of that. Or somebody else can do that. And I know God's calling me to do this. I know that God's calling me to serve. I know that God's calling me to to witness or to, to give a testimony. I know that God is calling me to to help with set up, tear down at my church. I know that God is calling me to, and you can fill in the blank. And here's what we do so often, is we say somebody else will take care of that. And a lot of times, we really want someone else to do what God has in fact called us to do. And then we miss out, because God's telling us to move. And this morning, we have, to, we have to answer these questions, and it leads us to the conclusion of whether we are really living in breakthrough, whether we are really living the life that God has called us to live. Let me read John 5, 4 again. It says, For an angel of the Lord went down, at certain seasons into the pool and stirred the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was healed of whatever disease we had. So, a lot of times, this is what we do. We are waiting for God to come down when in fact God is calling us to get up. A lot of times we are waiting for God to come down when in fact He is calling us to get up. And this morning, man, it's time to get up. If we really want to experience breakthrough, Jesus says, hey, you know what? Don't worry about the water. Don't worry about the pool. I'm telling you, get up. Take your mat and go. And it says immediately, he got up, healed. He threw his little mat over his shoulder and he went. Breakthrough. And this morning, you may be in a situation where you really need to experience. And you have to, 
You have to answer the question, do you really want it? Do you really want it? I know it might sound good, but this is a deep question. This is a question that has to come from the, the deepest parts of us. Do you really want it? Do you want to be different? Do you want to be made well? Or do you want to just camp out in your comfort? Camp out in your misery? Camp out in things of this world? What excuses are we making this morning? And there's a ton of them. There's, when I was growing up, uh, and I grew up at a, a great church, a very traditional Southern Baptist church, and man, we had this song that they taught us as kids called Excuses. And I'm not going to sing that to you because I really want y'all to come back next week. But I'm going to tell you the words of this song. And, and I, I've never forgot this. And anytime my kids give me an excuse or anytime my wife gives me an excuse, I sing the song to them. And the words are this, excuses, excuses, you hear them every day. Excuses, excuses, you hear them every day. The devil will supply them if church you stay away. So listen, that's the truth this morning. There's excuses to keep you away from chasing Jesus. They're everywhere around us. So the question this morning is, what's yours? What's your excuse? Are you focused on everybody else? Are you worried about what everybody else is doing? Are you worried about situations and circumstances that you can't even control? Are you worried about what people think about your lifestyle? Are you worried about what it may do to some relationships that you really don't want to lose? Are you worried about how it's going to make you feel? And these are important questions. We have to be honest about the excuses that we have. And then, are we ready to move? Are we truly ready to get up and move and do something? It's really hard to experience breakthrough if we just sit waiting for God when God's already done. God's already done His part. He says, get up. It's time for you to move. I'm going to be right there with you. I'm going to continue to work. But I'm waiting on you to move. This guy gets up, healed, throws his mat over his shoulder and walks away. Psalm 139, 23 and 24 says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Man, this is a prayer that I would encourage and challenge every person in this room to pray. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Man, this is a dangerous prayer. This is a dangerous prayer to say, search me and know what's really in here. Search me. Know what's inside of me. And if there be any way that's against you, man, if there be any way that's against you, lead me in your ways instead. And I'm afraid that a lot of us, if, if we truly just open it up, there's going to be some 
some dirty stuff. And we're all going to have some dirty stuff. But here's the deal. We have to be honest about it. We have to be truthful about it. And we have to want to move from that to a life in Jesus. The three questions this morning that we have to answer. Do you really want it? Do you want to experience breakthrough? What excuses are you using to not be who God's called you to be? And are you ready to move? Are you ready to move? And there's, there's a lot going on in America right now. And there's a ton. And as a church, it's our responsibility to lead the way. It's our responsibility to lead the, the way in our community. And the way is chasing Jesus. But here's one of the problems is there's a ton of, of people that aren't following Jesus that are providing some sort of narrative for us. When we already have the narrative We have God's word. We don't need somebody else to tell us. God is God. We sang this morning. He always was. He still is. And he's always going to be. Do we want to live in that? And again, not just a surface level. Oh yeah, I really want. I really want to experience breakthrough. Do we really want it? Because let me tell you what happens. Your life is changed. Your old life begins to to pass away and you have a new life in Christ. You begin to, to experience sanctification. God continues to just work in your life and you become more and more like Him and your heart lines up to His heart and your life is lived inside of His will, and your life is never the same. Now, knowing that, answer the question, do you want it? Do you really want it? What excuses have we been making? And are we really ready to move? Are we really ready to move? We're going to close this morning. And man, my heart, my heart for us is that we become people that chase after Jesus with everything that we are. My heart for us is that and we become people that live in His will. My heart this morning is that when excuses start to get in our head, that we cast those off in the name of Jesus. That we say, hey, I'm not making excuses. I really want it. I really want to be different. So I'm going to throw these excuses down. I'm not worried about what other people are doing. I'm not worried about what people are going to think about me, what people are going to say about me, because those people have no 
no dealings with your eternity whatsoever. Only Jesus. Now, my, my heart for us is that we become a people that move continuously. That we're never still, that we're never stagnant, that we're always moving and doing what God has called us to do. And this series is about experiencing breakthrough. And breakthrough is simply allowing Jesus to control our lives. I know a lot of times we want it to be some fancy definition and and it's going to be cool. We got this stuff coming through a wall and it's just breaking through. And man, I just want, I want to be simplistic with you this morning, but truthful, their breakthrough is simply allowing God to control your life. And when we do that, we get to experience breakthroughs in different areas. Maybe we're struggling with something, but when Jesus gets control, we get to have breakthrough in that. Maybe we've been half-heartedly chasing after Jesus and we really want to fully chase after him. But when we allow God to control our life, then we get to experience breakthrough in that. So there's different areas. There's different sub-points for sure. But the overall thing we have to understand this morning, if we want to experience breakthrough, we simply allow God to control us, to control every aspect of our life. Are you doing that this morning? Are you chasing Jesus this morning? And if you're not, be honest with yourself of why you're not doing it. My prayer is that this morning that we're ready to move, that we're ready to take a step, that we're ready to throw that mat over our shoulder and go and be who God's called us to be. Would you stand with me this morning? We're going to have a time of response. If you need to come down and pray, I encourage you to come down and pray. We'll have some leaders down here that can pray with you. You can pray on your own if you just want to talk to someone. That's fine. But this is this is the time for you to respond to whatever God has called you to do. If God's speaking to you, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you this morning, I pray that you're obedient to whatever He's telling you. And I challenge you to take a step this morning. Let's pray. God, we love you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth of your word. God, I thank you for the people in this room. God, I thank you that your spirit has been moving and working. God, I pray this morning that honest and we answer the questions. Do you want it? What's your excuse? And are you ready to move? God, I pray that as you've been dealing with hearts this morning that 
we're obedient. God, I pray people will pour out to you this morning that they take a step of faith and that together we become a people active and serving and loving for your sake, for your kingdom. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us at the Impact Church Podcast. For this and other messages, visit us online at impactharlem.org. In the meantime, you can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it on iTunes, and share it with your friends on social media. Once again, thanks for joining us at the Impact Church Podcast.